Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to season four, episode 14. Getting up there in numbers, babe. We're getting up there in numbers and the year is like picking up in fights and things that are related to fights to talk <laughs> about. Semi-fights. I feel like this uh, episode, there's like so many fights going on to talk about, but the majority of what we're talking about is not fight related yeah well that's that's what we're here for that's what our shtick is <laughs> so last week's card jim miller was fighting joe selecki and joe selecki beat him but what was interesting like we know jim miller's a vet i think we um like spoke about that we made it clear we made it clear but in the wonderful infographic that was used for when Jim Miller came out, he has freaking 35 fights in the UFC. Like having 35 fights is not so crazy, I don't think, for a professional fighter. But for them all to be in the UFC, that's incredible. So even though he lost, good job. Mm-hmm. Jack Shore beat Hunter Azor. Mike Perry lost to Daniel Rodriguez, Oof. also known as D-Rod. It was sad. Mike Perry was sad. You might have seen it because it went viral on Instagram that when Daniel Rodriguez went to his corner, his cornerman, who was Joe Schilling, who's a legendary kickboxer and a cigarette smoker, who's got a really cool voice, uh, was telling him in between the rounds, it got picked up by the mic. He goes, remember that time we were on the ranch doing mushrooms and you did that spinning kick? Do that shit. <laughs> and uh, he did and won. Yep. Um, Nina answer off now Nunez lost to Mackenzie Dern, who is tied for number one in submissions for female fighters with four. Makes sense. Mackenzie Dern is uh, comes from a jiu-jitsu family, has a jiu-jitsu background. Uh, she beat Nina. Are we, are we starting to like her? Uh, I, I think know. we might be coming around. Here were the issues with Mackenzie, right? So here's here are the issues. Uh, we'll start with the with the bad, and then we'll get to the good. Lay them right? out. Lay them out for so us. So she missed weight a couple times when she was coming up. Right before, and there's a clear line of demarcation of before she had her children or a child, and then after, mm-hmm. right? So she was kind of fucking around a little bit before. After, so she missed weight. Then she had the weird thing where her accent has came and gone, right? <laughs> she was Brazilian and then wasn't, and American and then back Brazilian, but whatever. Accents kind of go in and out and I guess yeah, she's like living with Ross people. Yeah, like if Ross from Friends could do it <laughs> just for fun, yeah. why can't she? Yeah, so whatever. I, I guess I guess it works, right? I don't give a shit anymore about that. And then... Um, Her husband had like beef with their coach, their her old coach. Oh, did she? I didn't that know that. That was like another like... So, like why weird, is there like, always little... something around you? Like... Yeah. But then, okay, so then she, she, oh, that's what it was. She had her kid and then she fought like two days later. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, man? Are you okay? But then, you know what? She's been training with Jason Perillo at uh, the Ruka gym, the private gym out there. Her weight's been on point and she looks great. And she's she's been freaking murking bitches left and right. So, yeah. Keep it together, Mackenzie. I think... I think we are open-minded enough to change our opinions when it's worthy. Mm-hmm. And 
Mackenzie Dern is killing it right now. Good but for her. But the one thing that it, it, we should share on this podcast, given our background, is that so she beat the greatest woman fighter of all time without question, Amanda Nunes's wife, Nina, right? Yes. <laughs> and they had this moment afterwards where Nina, where they all walked in and they all hugged and they were really nice after the fight and stuff like, like that. Like Mackenzie Dern wanted yeah. to take pictures <laughs> yeah. with Nina's corner, not even her own. <laughs> but we were joking. I was specifically joking that when Amanda walked in the cage, she's like, bitch, I'm going to fuck you up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she she fights 30 pounds heavier than Mackenzie that's Durandos. wild <laughs> anyway another fighter that we told you about was smiling Sam Alvey he lost to um but it was his 50th professional fight that's like, crazy that's amazing and his was- wife is his head coach too right is I don't know that she's the head coach or and his, uh, I think she's his head coach oh, from what wow. they said it, uh, your boy Annick said it during the broadcast alright um, and he made us smile when he was coming out oh man so <laughs> you spotted it first you were like is he coming My out ears to Taylor up. Swift <laughs> And he came out to shake it off by Taylor Swift, which is imagine, uh, which is amazing. But imagine Julian Marquez's perspective. He's already in the cage. He's getting pumped up and He's walking back and pacing forth. Pacing back and forth. And all of a sudden you hear, I'm staying out too late. <laughs> Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. <laughs> I copied and pasted the lyrics into our show notes. Yeah, right. You're right. You didn't know them off the top of your so, head. So that's definitely... Um, Love those moments. Yeah. And Arnold Allen beat Sadiq Youssef. We were rooting for Sadiq for no other reason than he shared Billy's birthday. Honestly, we wanted both to win. So good for Arnold Allen. Hopefully mm-hmm. he gets like a higher ranked opponent he looked next. great he did look really good he was disappointed in his win because it went to decision but he should not be disappointed and Marvin Vittori beat Kevin Holland not totally surprising um because he was training this whole time and Kevin Holland just stepped in what I am like really upset at myself for not holding hands and throwing fists in general but me I totally dropped the ball there was a Bellator event last Friday I thought it was later in April I don't know days what I still don't know what they are so mm-hmm. all you need to know is that Ryan Bader won and he will move on in the light heavyweight Grand Prix that is really the only thing coming out of that card that matters and also that i think that it was just really boring (laughs) yep but still it's still important for us to share the events you don't know when people are able to tune in that's it oh actually uh what i wanted to tell everybody from that fight is that they wore white gloves yes you did which is pretty cool i thought that was pretty cool I, i i like any time that they try to do things differently so uh, this week's card is UFC Fight Night Whitaker versus Gaslam. It's on ESPN at 10 p.m. Watch it. It's on ESPN. It's free unless you're a dirty cord cutter. Uh, <laughs> Whitaker versus Gaslam is going to be awesome. I'm really excited. Whitaker, uh, as we've said multiple times on this podcast, fought in your mom's favorite fight of all time. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Gaslam versus Israel Adesanya might be one of my favorite fights of all time. I think wow. that's one of the best ones ever. So uh, two great guys. Uh, J- Jeremy Stevens 
famous for Conor McGregor saying, who the fuck is that guy <laughs> at the press conference? But also he's had like 32 fights in the UFC. Yeah, so like, he's on that list yeah. with Jim Miller. Jim Miller, I think it's and Jim Cowboy. Miller, Cowboy Cerrone yeah. and him. <laughs> so who the fuck is that guy? The guy who has a lot more fights in the UFC than you is fighting Jakar Close, who uh, every time I see his name, I think uh, because it's spelled D-R-A-K-K-A-R-K-L-O-S-E, this dude should start a fashion house or at the very Close. least a- uh, Deodorant line. Perfume, yeah, yeah, or cologne, you know? Okay. We could do, we could do a whole like gift package. Ooh. Another guy named Violent Bob Ross is his nickname is fighting. I forget his name. Is it Luis, Luis Pena? Pena? Yeah. yeah. So he's fighting. We're always cool. And then uh, Austin Hubbard, uh, up and comers fighting. I and guess. yeah, we know that name. I'm like, why do we know that? name? I always get confused. Is there's freaking... there's so obviously so many up and comers. Like we can't. So many Austins. And Austin. <sighs> so it's not that Austin. Oh, it's not Vander. No. Ford, Vanderpump. It is. We know Austin Hubbard. You all know Austin Hubbard. I believe this the this was from the days where we were recording in our closet. Mm-hmm. He is the one who was fighting the guy, Max. I can't remember his last name. It starts with an R who after the first round was like, I don't want to fight anymore. Because he remember Austin Hubbard was beating him up and everyone was like, yo, <laughs> get the fuck out there and fight. And we were like, good for you, guy. You're like not in it. You don't want to keep fighting. And he threw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure he's not fighting for UFC anymore. <laughs> I'm about to throw in the um, towel myself. Bellator is on this Friday, damn it. And again, I tried to look us up tickets because you know, you never know. Nice little road trip for George and I. Could be fun. Um, get George out of his work funk. You can go to the freaky Mohegan Sun website and it goes to buy tickets. You go to buy tickets it tells you what bars to go to in their fucking Mohegan Sun to watch it. Like, so what are you bar are we going me? to? <laughs> That's bullshit. Let us go watch it live or not. Anyway, the light heavyweight Grand Prix continues with Vadim Nemkov, who is currently the champ. He is fighting Phil, Mr. Wonderful Davis. Great name. Also, um, part of the Grand Prix is Corey Anderson, former UFC fighter, and he's fighting... Dovletran Yagishmuradov. That was close. <laughs> that was really close. I did the notes purposely, highlighted this shit in blue for George to Yagishmuradov. do. Dovletran Yagishmuradov, bitch. <laughs> George clearly edited the notes, and this name was highlighted back in green. And I said, "No, you don't, motherfucker." Really? I, <laughs> oh yeah. Was it was bleh. Um, and I was just listening to, uh, oh my gosh, Jose Young's and Mike Heck talking about this guy. To jerk off. And Casey Lydon. Oh. All three. Oh, all three. Three. Oh, three. Three. And none of the guys said their name, but Jose Young's was like kind of funny. He's like, I tried. I can't say that many letters in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> this name is wild. We're going to learn how to... F- say it properly if he wins <laughs> paul daly is fighting maybe his last fight julia butt is fighting pedro carvalho is fighting you might recall he was in the previous grand prix that bellator was holding that is not over yet um but he lost to the champ pitbull um and he's fighting again so that's exciting we're rooting for you pedro oh yeah top three 
Top three. All right, we're going to start off the top three of the week with random shit. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on any of these things. Okay. But they are all worthy of being discussed. So you start it. Special Twins correspondent Paul Dispensa submitted a UFC fighter choking out world's strongest man. That's what I was pulling up when I was not paying attention to you before. Sorry, but basically this video went viral with Dustin Poirier. Uh, training the world's strongest man who is a lot bigger and a lot stronger than him. But of course, Dustin is a professional fighter and very technical and uses jujitsu and completely outcrapples him, takes his back and chokes his out, Ch- chokes him out. That's right, cool. everyone. Smarts over strength er day. That's it. Um, also related to our twins correspondent, I dropped the ball on a lot of things, and this was another thing I meant to follow up and tell everyone that our boy, Gene Nadoy, won that last fight. It was on March 20th, so I'm a little late letting you know, <laughs> but does it matter? Your boy won. Your boy Nadoy, champion. All right, and rounding out the uh, random shit, although I'm looking at the notes, and there's a lot more random shit, but at least for one of the top three, uh, is Connor versus Dustin drama. So we talked about it last week. Our Queens correspondent, Andreas, was asking whether or not we think that it's a good fight and whether we think it's bullshit. Basically, this week, they went back and forth that the fight was going to be off. Dustin was saying that Connor didn't donate the money that he said he was going to donate to his charity, the 500 grand. All this stuff was going back and forth. The fight was off. Now the fight is back on. He wasn't going to get the money. Now he's going to get the money. Guys, just fucking get it together and just, I guess, fight or not or whatever. Yeah. It's just drama. I'm, Come it, on, guys. It's, both, it's gross on both their parts. And then apparently Dustin came out. Th- did you see this? Uh, we didn't talk about this. After he, he was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that about him uh, not paying the uh, charity. I actually jumped the gun on that. So no. I don't know what happened, but either they still needed to provide paperwork or some shit. Who knows? I'm just going to say I love Dustin. Dustin started it and I think it's an ugly look for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at Connor mm-hmm. because he's known for his quick Twitter fingers. Dustin, though, you're above this Twitter shit. fingers turn to Twitter triggers? I don't know. Nope. Nope. Number two in our top three. Trigger fingers. George reminded me and you at the same time that Venom who took over for Reebok in terms of clothing UFC fighters started this week and it was exciting to see a it new It was look. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I think we were both like on the same page and it's pretty cool. There's truly, I understand there's only so much you can do with the same sort of gear. Everyone wants to wear mm-hmm. the same you know, fits and styles for the most part. There's only so much you can do with the UFC and there's only so much you can do with colors that look good on TV. Like, I totally understand all of that. It looked pretty cool. They had those like little white highlights that you say was reflective. Honestly, I didn't see that it was reflective. I don't know. I could. It's, it it tells. It, it looks like a little bit of like the reflective stripe that they had in there, or it was like a, it's a reflective print kind of thing. Yeah. But either way, it, either it looked way. like they took the Reebok stuff and then just kind of cleaned it up and made it a little bit. 
cooler looking. Yeah, honestly, which I'm is surprising that it was. It looks impressed. more elevated, as they would say in the industry. Uh, the only thing that, of course, we talked about it last time was the fangs, man. But they're but, so small. They are. I am. I should be more offended by those than you. Yeah. And. I am not bothered by them. And I also came to the conclusion uh, when we were watching the fights that the fact that Venom is spelt wrong because it's V-E-N-U-M, they're a French company, actually. So I decided to give them a pass. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. We're coming around. And I really hope that I, I got to say this. It, it's a great starting point, but I really hope that they branch out and do cooler shit. Me too. I, I that's we also said this to each other. Like they have to start as pretty similar, yeah. right? Like audiences are not good with change. So this was a nice start. I also I need more color. Like I'm sorry. Why can't someone wear turquoise? I it's agree. just ridiculous. I agree. Or lime green. Why does it always have to be jungle green, even though this green was a little bit brighter? So they made slight changges to the green. Um, and it yeah, was noticeable it did look really in Mike clean. Perry's shorts. I think they're digitally printing everything, actually, if we want to get technical. because the fuck does that mean? Uh, so it means like they're not buying a ton of yardage and just dyeing all the, the fabric and then cutting it for the people. They're actually digitally printing every single piece of fabric. So that they could do smaller numbers and shit like that. So hypothetically, <laughs> even though it's pretty, it's probably a pretty expensive process, which is why the, I looked up prices and I thought they were cheaper and they're actually not. They're still like pretty expensive to buy their gear. Um, at least the UFC sp- uh, gear on the Venom website. Uh, I totally blanked. I don't know. Continue. Okay. Um, also, George was more obsessed than I was with Megan O'Leary's leather sleeveless shirt. I just feel like we really need to start calling out what Bruce and Megan wear every single week because they look great. And then whoever else looks great too. So, But the thing is, they always look great. I I don't know that you should just get a shout out for wearing clothes. Like, congrats. I do it too. You're not, you don't want to shout me out right now, Home Slice? I think you look great right now. I really do. Let's go. Okay. You look great. Thank you. Okay. Number three on the top three of the week is uh, blah 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 versus Ben Askren, which is a no- oh you well you can fill in who the put name. The notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jake Paul, not Jake Paul, not the I, other one. Well, the, the other Paul, <laughs> <laughs> and definitely not the Paul Dispenza. Uh, Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson, who didn't know how to fucking box or do anything. Um, so we're gonna see if Jake Paul can actually. Uh, fight against someone who knows how to fight. So obviously everybody knows the deal by now. Ben Askren is not a striker, but he talked enough shit and they went back and forth and uh, they're going to have this fight. I got to say, Jake Paul has released videos of him hitting the bag and that's the whole question. That's why everybody's wants to see it because he does look good hitting the bag. He looks like a big, strong, young guy in his 20s who's been boxing for a couple of years and I wouldn't want to fucking box him. He fuck, He's a lot bigger and stronger than me. But... Is he going to be able to stay calm and perform mm. in a fucking combat sport against somebody who's an Olympian and a champion in multiple organizations? I don't know. That's Only the one question. Way to find out. Only one way to find out. Watch on Triller. What what the fuck is Triller? Like For what is it? Fifty dollars. I thought it was twenty. Fifty. Fifty dollars, man. I don't know. We're not going to be awake for that. 
and it's at 9 p.m. We might be. I don't know. I don't know. Silly, silly. The commentary team is uh, Snoop Dogg, which I don't like him commentating anything because a couple years ago, if you remember when Dana White's Contender Series started, he was fucking commentating. He was making just stupid fucking jokes for people who were like getting fucked up. Uh, so it just sucks. Cool. Yeah. And then, uh, but I guess this is a fucking ridiculous event and not real people trying their best to try to make it. So, all right, Snoop Loop, you, you could you could go with it. Uh, yeah. Ma- uh, what's his name? AC Slater is going to be commentated too. He actually <laughs> knows how to box. Lopez. And he's got his blue belt, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, I would love to roll Mario Lopez. I will fucking straight up attack his legs the whole time. Pete Davidson, uh, is that the guy from Staten Island? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool, I guess. And uh, Sean Wheelock is the MMA expert, but well, who the heck is he? Do you know who he is? I have no idea. Like, really? They couldn't get one... Somewhat known coach, fighter, f- retired fighter, n- nothing? Maybe they really couldn't. Maybe people were just like, no, thank you. Like, they, you know? Yeah, but I'm sure they're getting paid too, which That's makes true. no sense. I am always interested in how much they're getting paid. Blah, blah will earn approximately $10 million. That's about how much he earned for Nate Robinson. So, like, we're going to assume. That's crazy. Million for a nobody YouTube star who was just accused of sexual assault. So I can't even believe that this fight is still happening. Ugh. And Ben Askren is reportedly, it's not official yet, going to be paid about $1 million. Um, obviously, like, it's kind of like the MMA world trying to represent, which is kind of then a little bit heartbreaking that. Ben Askren is the one um, representing Representing, the MMA world um, because he's 36 compared to the other guy's age of 24 and he just recovered from shoulder surgery and he has never been known as a striker. Ben just had shoulder surgery? Yeah. He also had a hip surgery. Oh, so maybe that was, maybe that's the one that I think. (laughs) But I was looking up what, Fighters were choosing. Again, people were saying Ben, but I think most people realize that potentially the other guy has a a better chance. But uh, Freddie Roach, known boxing coach, who is currently boxing with and training with Tony Ferguson, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Said Tony, George St. Pierre, and Ben Askren were all there in one week. Wow. That's crazy, right? (laughs) Um, He said, I refer to Jake Paul as the YouTube boob. I've seen video of him fighting in his press conference with Ben. It's really hard for me to watch him for too long. So all of a sudden, I love Freddie Roach. Yeah, he's he's a good one. YouTube boob. <laughs> That's I'm taking it. That's what <laughs> I'm calling him from now on. YouTube boob. All right, and then uh, I guess this isn't really the top three, but I thought it was really funny that because last Saturday's fights were during the afternoon, you uh, took a nap on the couch, and there was a freaking Polish guy who fought and won, but I keep looking to see who he was and what his name was, but I can't find it, which is so weird. But you woke up from your, your nap and you were like, it's nice to wake up to a good guy. So I wanted to shout out this guy, but we didn't even get his name. Maybe that's, we'll do it next episode. That's so nice. I really don't remember what you're talking about and more so like why you're unable to remember who it is. I don't know. Do some do some research. <laughs> yeah, I don't do a no room. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're sure he was Polish? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was though, because I think he said Polish power. Yes, he was Polish, because he even said that was the whole thing. He was like so nice. 
being like consider it his opponent and everyone else and then at the very end they like they were like yeah and oh blah, blah, blah. i remember now and he's like, well, please one more time for poland it's <laughs> matt to yzuk gamrot good job gamrot we like you new good guy you could do it new good guy alert all right so this episode is brought to you by dmx rest in peace <laughs>